Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now! Hello and welcome back to Sea Radio UK. Well, quite simply, Chicago Bullsing. Wherever you're listening, as long as it's available, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out, ensures you don't miss another episode. And if you are listening, why not hop over to YouTube where you can watch us and subscribe as well. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are you doing, Neil? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, sun is shining, in good form. I'm not sure that we've got too much to talk about. It's fairly lean in the way of uh, Bulls news at the moment, but sure, we'll do what we can. Yeah, it's... Uh, that- Still that crazy, crazy point of this off season, mm. isn't it? Um, plenty of rumours going round. Obviously, it's draft week as well, and that's where we're going to start with the draft. Obviously, it's one o'clock Friday morning for us. Yep. Um, as far as I'm aware, we're both planning on getting up to watch it. Well, I'll be just finishing work about an hour before it, so I'll just stay up and keep going. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'll be getting up to watch it uh, in the hope that Bulls do something. And that's where we're going to start. Do we think Bulls will do anything? Uh, I'll offer that on to you first. <laughs> uh, look, like you say, I hope they do something. Um, I'm not hanging my hat on it. Um, I just don't have enough faith that they're going to really try and pull something out of the bag. But at the same time, there is that chance, that possibility that they could. Um, obviously, the big target is for them to trade up to um, get Scoot, whether that's a trade with the Hornets for the number two pick or whether that's a, a trade with the Blazers for the number three pick. Um, I don't know if that's really going to happen or are we just all hoping and praying for a miracle that probably won't come. Um, but I think there's other options there, maybe a little bit later in the draft that, 
they could possibly do something about. I think number 12 pick is also a Portland pick as well, I think. So that's uh, definitely a, a tradable option for them. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I don't know. I, I just can't see them doing anything. You know, obviously, since the, the lottery, it's been all about we need that number three pick off Portland. Um, but I mean, there is other options. Obviously, like you say, further down. Um, obviously Dallas with the ten picks been mentioned quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I think Pacers have got about three first round picks, something like that. I think I've seen today. Um, obviously Wizards have just blown everything up, haven't they? Um, yeah. God knows what route they're going with the draft. Um, it, my sort of thought is if they are going to do anything it's going to be for that 23 pick which is obviously Portland's via the Knicks and I think it's just a case of getting the uh, restrictions lifted on the pick that we've got from them so maybe not a trade as such but work out a way of lifting the, the limitations on it and then we get that 23rd pick uh, 23 and 23. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't looked far enough down the draft to to kind of see what kind of a player would be potentially there at 23 of you. Is that something you've been able to have a look at or is that something you haven't entered uh, into yet? No, I mean, I've heard a couple of other sort of podcasters doing, you know, them the people that they expect to fall that low. It's one of them things, isn't it? How do you know? Apart yeah. from Wemby and Scoot, you know, and then there's maybe what three or four straight after them. Yeah. After that, it's it's a complete minefield, isn't it? You know what I mean? That yeah. you know, there's no guarantee that Wemby or Scoot actually turns out to be the player that you know. No. No. Um, not. You know, so, so yeah. To me. I don't know, I just, I can't, all the latest rumours as well that are coming out, it just seems like they're not going to do anything. You know, the players that they've worked out seem to be players they're probably expecting to go undrafted, if Mm -hmm. not in the second round. Go down that route again, you know, the Justin Lewis sort of pick up a, a diamond in the rough sort of thing and hope that they turn into something. Um, because obviously we haven't even got a second round pick, have we? No. You know, so I'll be watching the draft in the hope that something does happen, that mm-hmm. we've actually got something to talk about and a, a player to welcome to Chicago, but I'm not going to hold my breath at the same time. Yeah, because the, uh, the draft cap, you know, for the night, um, done the rounds in in one of our groups there today, and and it's it's pretty pretty nice. So it would be at least good if it got pulled out of the bag for one player somewhere along the line, at least. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, there's moves been made already in there um, with the Bradley Beal mm-hmm. trade, and yeah, obviously, it's led to a lot of other rumours, which we'll get into in a minute. Um. It's always these rumours are coming from reporters that have spoke to league sources or execs around the league, and it's like until it comes from AK or Eversley, 
not interested. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. You you get it all the time, don't you? These league sources have said this, execs have said this, and then nothing comes of it. Right. You know, and I think the fact that I just I don't know. I just I don't see see him making a move to get into the draft. I just don't think that's the route they're going. Yeah. Well, talking about the whole league sources and you want to hear it from Eversley and, and, and um AK, you could be left waiting. I mean, we're still waiting to hear about um Billy Donovan's official <laughs> official statement to come out about his extension. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean well, I guess we'll we'll talk we we hadn't planned to talk about it, but what's your opinion on that Beal and Sun's trade? Uh, well, um, one of the coaches that I coach with um, here at, at the weekends, she's a big Suns fan, and um, she's not happy about what the Sun, the moves the Suns have been making. And now, she wasn't aware of the fact that that was finalised at that stage. It hadn't been finalised when I was talking to her, but she didn't want it to go ahead. Um, but then she's right, a big yeah. CP3 head, so she didn't want CP3 to go. So speaking from speaking to a Suns fan um, that's not too happy about the situation, um, I don't know how many more fans are going to feel the same kind of way, but um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just don't like the fact that a player had that much single power and choice over his own destiny. I just don't think that that's the way that it should be. Uh, I really hope that the league don't go that direction. It looks like they're trying to pull away from that being able to happen again in the future, which is a good thing, I think. But um, the the fact that Beal could kind of pick and choose and, and say, no, I don't want to go there or no, I don't want to go there. No, I want to go there. You're going you're gonna to have to make that happen. I don't know. Um, I don't know that I like that. Uh, in regards to the actual trade itself, um, I mean, I wouldn't be one bit surprised if CP3 ends up back in Phoenix. Um, he could easily get waived and then sign back on on what the veteran minimum. Wouldn't, well, wouldn't got a lot of room off. <laughs> well, no, that's true. But um, yeah, yeah, I just wouldn't surprise me if, if something along those lines materialised. But no, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the whole thing. Um, I think it just leaves a sour taste anyway, the whole um, idea of a player being able to, to control too much for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Bradley Beal fan anyway. You know, I think he's a solid enough player. Mm. Not worth the contract he's got um, money-wise. Spends a lot of time out injured. Mm. And I think this whole super team that they seem to be building in Phoenix it's not going to be a super team because you've got KDU who takes his six weeks injury a season um, obviously Bradley Beal that's out a lot of the season DeAndre Ayton doesn't want to be there Booker picks up like hamstring strains quite a lot of the time misses games so any one of them players drops out for any reason they've got no depth now have they I think I think I heard today they've got something like nine roster spots to fill with something like ten million before they go into band two of the luxury tax or whatever it is. You know, so yeah, fair enough the owners the new owner's quite happy to throw the money at it, but 
it's, it's not going to work, is it? Well, historically, there's not that many teams that build these super teams um, and just throw money at it that end up successful at the end of it all. I mean, most of the time we can all, looking on from a distance, see the writing on the wall and kind of see how it's going to fall apart. And to be honest with you, I mean, I can see it again. So could be wrong, but um, I don't think it's going to pan out well for, for Phoenix. Yeah, there's not many um, KD super teams that end up working well, is there? No, no. Hence why I don't like Cody. <laughs> so yeah, that that obviously the rumors come out last week, didn't it? That Wizards were looking to to move Beal or get him get him out of the team, mm-hmm. um, which then led to rumors about our very own Zach Levine. Now, obviously, the the initial rumors come out in that Jake Fisher uh, article about. Um, Bradley Beal and there was a small part in there that said about Bulls were looking to gauge value on Zach Levine. Now obviously another reason for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel is we dropped some couple of short videos on our, our own opinion last week. Uh, obviously we didn't put them to audio for the podcast. So yeah, go check them out. Um, and obviously since then it's just spiralled and spiralled and spiralled on it this whole Zach Levine talk and I think today there's something else come out from Jake Fisher about um, they've actively been ringing other teams to to see if they're interested in Zach Levine and... but I think something that... came out from Jake Fisher today saying that Portland have now said that Zach Levine won't get it done for the number three pick yeah so that's that's where I'm at with the whole draft thing you know if Zach's not going to get it done, we've got nobody else that's going to get it done, have we? Do you know what I mean? Unless you go to Hornets, which God knows what's going on at Hornets after MJ's just sold them and, <laughs> you know, mess of a franchise as it is, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the, these rumours come about every off-season, don't they, with regards to, you know, these sort of players like Zach and what have you. Um and I kind of flip between the two about would I do it or would I not. And the main thing for me, if you are going to do it, you've got to value Zach where his, where his value is. And I think a lot of Bulls Nation undervalue Zach from the fans' point of view. And you've got to kind of hope that management do value him and obviously Casey Johnson's put a piece out where with the, the price expected for Zach um, and it was well it's, again it's come from league sources apparently one league source has said that they'll take um, I've got it wrote down one young player and multiple firsts and then cap filler and another league source has said a first round pick and a high-end established player. So, I don't know. Is it Bulls are doing what they did with AC? Where they're saying that they're going to move him, but they're basically pricing him out of a move? Possibly. Or, you know, is it all legit? You just, you just don't know, do you? And no. 
I, I just find it very hard to to believe that they're looking to shop him that hard when they signed him to the max deal only a year ago. Um, yeah, it makes sense to value him. It makes sense to try and find a way of digging themselves out of the hole that they're in. But at the same time, I mean, you do, and I said this in my little short that I put out, you run the risk of upsetting Zach and then Zach mm. wanting out anyway because he's so annoyed that his worth isn't being appreciated within the franchise. So yeah. the Bulls organisation don't appreciate him and he feels underappreciated. We could lose him anyway. So you've got to be careful. It's it's a, it's a, it's, it's a thin line um, for the Bulls to try and walk down at the moment. You know, it really is. They, yeah, fair enough. Find out his value and decide if there is anything out there that is worth doing. But at the same time, not to the detriment of losing Zach um, mentally from the team anyway. Yeah, and I mean, he's already come out and said that he gets annoyed with these constant trade rumours and you know, obviously we had it at a trade deadline with this made up Knicks one that obviously nothing come to fruition. Um and, and you'd like to think that when these rumours come out, AK's on the phone to him and saying, Look, it's not we're not doing it. Or go the other way and be completely honest with him and say, Yeah, we are. You know what I mean? So at least Zach knows where he's at. Mm. Um because he'll hear the rumours just as much as everybody else. Do you know what I mean? And if the team are actively looking at trading him, then surely they should be telling him that as well. Rather than, you know, so... But then, obviously, you run the risk of not finding a trade and you've upset him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it, to me, all this is just... It needs nipping in the bud by AK. In terms of Zach, do you know what I mean? Not necessarily to the fans because it's not going to stop, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's there's always going to be a a report coming out with a, a league exec or a league source or whatever that yeah, you know, yeah, these people might genuinely get told from somebody who's an executive at Portland or wherever they don't know what's going on in Bulls. Do you know what I mean? That that I mean. Bulls fans don't know what's going on in Bulls. Bulls players probably don't know what's going on at Bulls. Don't you even know, know Bulls lot... management know what's going on in Bulls half the time. Yeah, I would say a lot of the time I don't think KK would know what's going no. on. Um. So yeah, I mean, where are you at with it then? Would you would you trade him? Would you build around him? I I think I'm a bit like you. You know, you do flip flop on it a bit, but. I don't think that you can get rid of Zach Levine without getting the right return. And if if you're not going to get something that you can soundly move forward with, if it's going to make the whole thing kind of tumble down to the ground and let's start again, then no, keep Zach. I mean, build around Zach. That's one thing that still hasn't really happened. They still haven't built a team around Zach, for Zach. Um, and I think that, that that's something they need to try while he's in his prime before he before he gets to the latter end of the contract. Let's do that now. Let's get it moving forward and see, can he be that 1A player or can he have a year of growing in that role and bring somebody else in, in them with him maybe in the following season to, to then chase, uh, chase a chip as it moves forward? 
Yeah, and I mean, I, I said it in my in my little video last week. Like you just said, they've never really built a team around Zach. Yeah. You know, the first however many years he was here, he was playing with Ryan Archdecanio and Denzel Valentine and people like that. And then it's only the last two years where they've actually put or management of whoever it is has put a team around him that's kind of putting the pieces that he needed there. You know, you've got Demar, another scorer, Fuchs, mm. competent, big. The things that was missing was a legit point guard, which we got at the back end of last year. Not the best in the league, but Pat Bev, you know, we were a winning team with Pat Bev. And it did seem to bring the best out of Zach. Um, and I think a lot of Zach's flaws, should we say, are actually the Bulls' flaws, not Zach's. Because they haven't put the right pieces around him. Mm-hmm. We know he's not the best defender. He's a competent enough defender, I'd say. He's, he's, he has elevated that side of his game. Yeah, on ball, I think. Yeah. Um, and we know the, the turnovers that he does but if you had a legit ball handler floor general point guard whatever he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much and it goes to that what we keep saying the catch and shoot the catch and drive yeah. that's the best version of Zach not bringing the ball up the court and then as much as I love what Demar's done when you're trying to find the shots for two players like that, it's yeah, they can both still put up 25 to 30 points a game, mm-hmm. but you're kind of taken away from Zach by going to Demar. Um, and yeah, it's we know what Zach's shortfalls are, and it's like I said again in my video, we saw last year when we had Lonzo out there for them 35 games, that was the team that AK's put together. Mm-hmm. that team was put together for Zach and unfortunately the point that the, the player that's fell out is obviously Lonzo with his injury that's not on AK and that's not on Zach no. that, that's just unfortunate and like I say when they brought in obviously they tried it with Goran didn't work so they bring in Pat Bev and we saw a, a better version of Zach the best version of Zach I thought mm. you know March, he just went crazy, didn't he? Um, yeah. And yeah, people will go to that Heat playing game and say, where was he in that? But they'll forget that it was him that pretty much won us the game against Raptors, as yeah. well as uh, D.R. DeRozan with a screaming. But, <laughs> you know, he need, every, every player needs a second player there, don't they? And that's what Zach had in that game. So, yeah. Um, and it's like you said in your video, if if they are going to trade him, and in your words where you want a big package for Zach. Yeah, I'm not always <laughs> I'm not always that good at, at selecting my words. My brain can't always keep up with my mouth. <laughs> Obviously, you get, I know you get my you point mean. anyway. <laughs> you want a big return, a big haul for him, whatever. And yeah. to me, if you trade him you're pretty much going through a rebuild. So you then have to trade Vooch and Demar, I reckon. And to me, 
if they could have traded in and got Scoot, then you're rebuilding the team around Scoot. Yeah. And you don't want to be rebuilding a team around someone like Scoot with a what a 34 and a 33 year old player that you're looking to sign to extensions mm. because their windows their windows closing in it. Do you know what I mean? You need players like Zach who are coming into the prime, yeah. and that's where I go back to the thing of. Unless it's to better the team, I don't see the point in trading Zach. There's not to me. There's no point in getting a, a 27 first round pick. Do you know what I mean? Because if you trade Zach away to a contender, you're making them better. So that 27 first round pick, where's it going to be? 25 to 30. Yeah. You know so. That's to me trading for picks just it's a minefield. It, it don't really work. And then do you really want to get three, three role players? You know, like obviously that was it. RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, Evan Fournier. Yeah. RJ Barrett. Yeah. All right. It's not too bad. But the other two, they're not going to improve the team, are they? So, for me, I'd keep Zach, and obviously that goes into. Well, how we're going to finish this episode when with our game three of Matt versus Neil. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just I can't wait for the season to start now, so we we stop hearing all these rumours and all that. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you anything else to say on Zach. No, like you say, our Matt versus Neil is going to be quite telling anyway, but. Um... Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Unless it's to better the team um, and to get a player like Scoot, I'm not on for trade for trading Zach. It, I'd, I'd much sooner see them tear it apart the other way uh, through Demar and Vooch rather than Zach. But um, we'll see how it pans out. I suppose very very soon. Yeah, and. I mean, it's like I said as well. If they were to trade and try and get trade Zach to try and get Scoot, to me, you're putting the team back another three years or so mm. because you've got to wait for Scoot to get up to a certain level. I'm not saying he doesn't come in at that level. I, don't, I just don't know a deal with a, a draft pick. Um, but does Scoot move the needle for next year if he was? A straight replacement for Zach. I don't think he does. I think he makes the team worse, if anything, until he's adapted, fully adapted to the NBA. Yeah. And I think how I finished my video as well was be careful what you wish for. Because say Zach goes to Lakers, as an example, it's probably going to get to conference finals, possibly even the finals. And then we're back to this whole Jimmy Butler scenario now, aren't we? Yeah. Six years down the line saying, why did we get rid of Zach? On the plus mm-hmm. side, it might stop people talking about the Jimmy Butler situation for a while because they'd just be talking about the Zach situation. So, you know, every cloud. Unless he goes to heat, obviously. Well, yeah. And then he's gone to help Jimmy get his ring. Yeah, that's <laughs> Who's true. the better player? Yeah, you'd never know then, would you? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that for me, that's. I just 
I don't want the rumours to stop on Zach. And obviously another player we mentioned in all of that then is Vooch. Because mm-hmm. there's been rumours about Vooch um, and his possible contract extension. Again, it's come from, uh, what was it, league execs in the report on Hoops Hype. Um, three years, 65 million. Works out to be around about 21.67, somewhere like that, Yeah, a year. Obviously, they can structure it so that it's front-heavy mm-hmm. and declines and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, last year, he was on 22, which was obviously, a, does it drop from 28 the first year of that deal? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And look, irrelevant of whether we think Root should re-sign or not, because I know we both say we have to re-sign him. There's no, no two ways about that. Would you be happy paying Vooch 21.67, whatever it is, million? Okay. I've kind of got a double part to this answer. Not really. You know, he's he's declining um, in, in skill. He's declining in age. He's probably going to start declining in athleticism. Um, not that he can jump over much more than the phone <laughs> book anyway. <laughs> he can't decline much further. Can <laughs> <laughs> he can trail the toe as he jumps, maybe. But, um, yeah, so for that reason, I say kind of no. But on the on the flip side of that, I don't want him to just walk. So if that's what it takes to sign him, then that's what it takes to sign him. Mm. But you've got to look then at this being maybe a three or four year contract or whatever it is, or two year contract, but that you're not going to be fulfilling the entirety of that contract, that you're going to look to move him on at some point down the road rather than waiting for his contract to expire again. That would be the way I'd look at it. It would be signing him over a period of time with the the mindset to get rid of him whilst he's on the earlier part of that contract, first year, second year. So not quite a sign and trade as such, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be a sign and trade. It can it can be a sign and play him and use him and utilize him and see how it's panning out and then decide from there to maybe look then at trading him and moving him on for a younger piece. Yeah, I, I mean, like you say, I, I'm not particularly happy at that sort of valuation. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have seen it drop below twenty million. Yeah, twenty million and below. Uh, and it's still not a massive drop, but when you think that his contract's declined from 28 down to 22, mm-hmm. the one that he signed with Magic, to then be offering him just short of 22, yeah, look, like I say, we have to re-sign him. There's no two ways about that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everyone knows he's a player that frustrates the hell out of me, but I do also say that not necessarily Vooch that frustrates me, it's the way the team play him that frustrates me. You know, he he's a he's a double double machine, Mr. Yeah. Consistency, you know what I mean, in terms of playing games. The game he's got, I don't think particularly ages. Like you say, you know, yes, it's gonna decline slightly, but when somebody's not jumping, there's there's less stress on the knees. Right. You know, and he's like a, a poor man's joker, isn't he? You know what I mean? He, he's 
it just doesn't seem to move. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it appears. Isn't quite anyway. the same results, though. <laughs> yeah, he is moving, obviously, and we know that he's not the best defensive big, but then sometimes that comes down to who's on the court with him, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, if he had a legit four that was consistent next to him, that could help defend. You, if you've had, got your point of attack defense in front of him, there's not as much pressure on him. So again, that's what my frustration is: how the team are playing him. You know, like I said last year, a lot of the time, if P. Will can get up and get them boards, if he's the one that's starting at four, and help defend, so that Vooch isn't having to do as much defense, then, you know, but then. I think Vooch didn't he lead the league in defensive rebounds last year? Yeah, I believe so. So, you know what I mean? I think Vooch's poor looking defence comes from the rest of the team more than Vooch, if that makes sense. Well, look at look yeah. at how it looked when we had Lonzo in place. I mean, the defence yeah. didn't look half as um, bad as it did without Lonzo. I mean, you know, it looked like Swiss cheese once he was gone. But up until that point... It looked solid. It looked good. And defensively, we actually did quite well towards the end of the season anyway. I mean, we, we were among the top defences in the league. It just didn't look that way. Because yeah. once it gets through onto, onto Vooch, he has this tendency to kind of not try and block the shot or get in the way so much as just be ready to get the board if the player misses. But, you know, you've got to try and make them miss. And he doesn't really do that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I say, you've got to re-sign him you can't let him walk. It just financially doesn't work. Mm. Like, yeah, is it a move where you look to move him next off season, off season after? You don't know, but at least you're in that position to know, right? And it kind of goes back to how the ball's going to do anything because what is it? A week, ten days after the draft, the their free agent window opens, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, obviously, we're already in talks with him. Kind of wanting to see someone come out from Bulls now because they can sign him now, can't they? Or they can say yes. that they're signing him. Yeah. You can't officially sign the deal until like the 7th of July or something like that, innit? I think it is. They, they can coin the agreement type thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it kind of... Leads me to think they're just going to run it back. The whole thing, just run it back. Um, but try and put a point guard in there. Yeah, I think that that is a distinct possibility. Um, the question is, do they take a point guard from the bench or do they try and get one in from somewhere else? Yeah, and um, well. We know that's the position. Well, they need two positions, don't they? Really, they need a legit backup four mm-hmm. if they're going to go with P. Will at that position, and they need a point guard. I'd say they need a point guard more. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but we've got very slim pickings. Yeah. Um, we've got no cap. Is it about twelve million on the MLE they've got to play with? Something like that, depending on what sort of deals that they do with Vooch and Kobe and Io and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, what sort of players are actually going to get them? 
But yeah, that that's where my head's at at the minute. Obviously, I can't see him doing anything in the draft. If it is, I think it's for the twenty third pick. I don't think it's going to be for a lottery pick. Um, and I just I can just see him running it back, and like we've said before, the player that not that you want to see move, but seems to make more sense to move is Demar. Mm-hmm. I don't think they move him until at least the trade deadline. But by that point, they're looking at extending him anyway. Um, I just think they're going to run it back, bring in a point guard and evaluate. it. Well, I just hope that whichever point guard it ends up being and from wherever they, they find them, whichever rock they pull them out from under, um, that that point guard is capable of saying to Damar, Oi, Damar, I'm carrying the ball. I'm the general on this team. And and stop him from doing this, like you said before, the spider crawl, where he goes down, bent over with the ball, really slow, brings it down the court. And, I mean, by the time he actually gets to the three-point line, half the shot clock has, has expired anyway. So I prefer to move the ball a bit faster. We've got a lot of young pieces, and it, it, I, I think it would suit Zach better. It would suit the rest of the team better if it just moved that little bit faster. Yeah. And um, like we've said previous. So I think we said it again on the last episode. Improve from within, mm-hmm. I think, is going to be a big, a big thing for him. Whether that's Ayo getting his confidence back, P. Will actually realizing he's an NBA player, um, Dale and Terry getting minutes would would help. Um, you know, and I think. Dale and Terry's part of the reason why they're not going to go into this draft uh, or try to get into this draft because he's essentially going to be that rookie, I think. Um, and obviously, the, with the way that the cap is, you've got to add another guaranteed contract into it. Obviously, a rookie scale contract. And do they want to go down that route? Unless it's for obviously a big, a big level rookie. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess you're right. Yeah, but it's all about pairing it back and trying to grow it at the same time, which is no mean feat, to be fair. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else on Zach Vooch the draft. No, no. I just, right. I just want to see something, and I'm afraid that they're going to do nothing. Here at C-Reg UK, we have our ongoing partnership with Victory Sports UK. Victory Sports UK is a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods. Get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad all summer long. And all C-Reg UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off their entire range, including products already on sale. Just make sure you're liking and following C-Reg UK on Twitter or become part of the C-Reg UK group on Facebook to receive your exclusive discount code upon request. Visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. Go on and check it out. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. So on that, like I said, we're going to go into round or game three of Matt versus Neil. Aye. With another draft. Um... You won game one, and I blew you out in game two. Yeah, you threw me. As soon as you picked Jimmy, 
that was it. I, my my brain was gone. I, I couldn't find my find my thought processes at all. And I never thought in a million years you'd pick Jimmy. But um, yeah, they're, they're just a really really confused me altogether. You threw LeBron in at the end, and that was me completely done. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think the the Jimmy pick went down quite shocking with anyone who listens as well. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I think we threw a lot of people, but anyway. Uh, I'll come up with this draft, so I guess uh, I'll read out the rules. Yeah, this one's yours. Um, like I say, it's build around Zach. So, as we both said, we, we don't particularly want to see him moved, so why not build a team around him? So, we can both have, obviously, we're both going to have Zach in our team. Um, and we will snake draft the rest of the players. And they can be obviously current Bulls players, mm-hmm. uh, traded for players or players through free agency. Um, if you were to pick Marco, for example, I can't have him in my team, but I can use him in a trade. Mm-hmm. So, And the traded players coming in or the free agents, we can't have the same ones either. Right. Um, There'll be a sixth man picked as well, obviously, to make it five picks. Um, yeah, I think that was all the rules we went through, wasn't it? I think so. It's it's pretty muddy, but it'll get we'll get there. Yeah, the trades um, have got to be legit, realistic. Yeah, and in terms of free agents and trying to keep the salary, you know, realistic. We're going to go off last year's salaries rather yeah. than what they could projectedly get if they were to get picked up by another team. You know, obviously, like Kyle Kuzma, for example, he's opted out of his deal with Wizards. You know, we're not interested in what he's going to get. He was on 13 million last year. So, right. Yeah. Now, uh, I, just a provision there. I, I didn't actually take note of salaries as I was doing it I was running everything through a trade um, machine to make sure that it was all viable trades so anything I do come up with has been run through a trade machine but I don't have uh, the actual finances written down yeah I mean if there's anything too unrealistic uh, we'll we'll call it call veto yeah so right. uh, over to you for the uh, for the lottery you get right. some one there you go <laughs> you've had the last two haven't you so yeah, so you're definitely due one. Here we go. In the, the warm-up, you got it as well, didn't you? I wasn't actually paying attention, but yeah, did I? <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. So you're definitely due one. But not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the lottery tonight, I think. Okay. All right, so you get number one, and then I go into the snake. Now, this number one pick killed me last week, so... All right. Um, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> I am going to. Uh, I'm going to start with my sixth man. All right. And I'm going to go with AC. Interesting. He was on my list. I. I really don't know what to do. Um, I find it <laughs> difficult because it's 
is it a complete rebuild or do we run it back? <laughs> you tell me. What way, what way are you going to do it? Right. I've got a load of trade options, and but I just don't know which way to go with the team. Uh, I'm going to sort the point guard position out to start with, I think. Okay. And going for a cheap option from free agency. Mm-hmm. And I think I mentioned him before, Dennis Schroeder. Yes, from the Lakers. Yeah, he was only on around about 2.6 last year. So obviously fits well within our available budget. Right. Um, I don't think he's the best option if it was to happen realistically. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a, a viable option at the same time. Okay. Uh, so obviously he's going at the point. I will throw myself now. I'll go my sixth man. Okay. See what move you do next to then work out mine. And I am gonna go Kobe at sixth man. Okay. So over to me. All right, so I am going to go for my. Hmm, now I'm going to have to make. I'm going to play the clever. Right. So if I if I take a trade, the trade out and the trade back in are two goes. Is that right, or what way does that work? Uh, well, so you've got the next two picks, aren't you? So if you put a trade out that involves one Bulls player going out and then two coming in, they yeah. can be your next two picks. Okay, if that's nice. how you're going to play it. Let's let's do that then. Um, okay, so I am going to trade Demar. Standard. Standard. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the Detroit Pistons for Jaden Ivey and Bojan Bogdanovic. So Ivey would be your point guard. Correct. And Bojan be a three. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there were two players I looked at, actually. This is where I was getting confused with what to do with my my two picks in a row, shall we say. Yeah. And I ain't got any options now. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> right. Um... Do I need three point five? I need I to get rid of the thought, map. I actually thought you were gonna rattle these out. <laughs> right, I'm gonna trade the ma. Standard. Yep. Yeah. Not quite sure how the salaries and all that match up. Was he on twenty eight last year? Yeah, I think it's right. So, the main piece coming back in the trade is Oji Ananobi. He was on about 18. So, obviously, there'd have to be another 10 million made up 
but that player or them pieces will just end up in role players. So they're not going into my starting five or as my sixth man. So the main piece is OG to play my three. Okay. And with my next pick, I am going to go... This is where I'm struggling. Number five. I'm going to go Vooch at five. I am. I was going to stick with Vooch too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do I trade him? I've got a couple of decent free agent options if I did move him, but I'll stick with him. Okay. All right. So is it me, is it? Yeah, your last two picks. I was thinking my it last two four picks. And okay, well, my four, I'm going to stick with P-Well. And my five, I was going to stick with Vooch, but seeing as you've taken Vooch off the table for me, I now have to trade Vooch. So I'm going to trade Vooch to San Antonio for Jakob Pertl. He's at Raptors though, isn't he? Oh, is he Raptors now, is he? Well, <laughs> I'm going to trade with Raptors then. <laughs> yeah. He's a uh, he's a free agent as well, isn't he? Or upcoming free agent. Okay, so I can my... I can actually technically keep Vooch, but I probably can't afford to. So yeah. Anyway, one way or another, I'm going to get Jakob Pertl in my fifth. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. So I've just got my four, and I know. Yeah. Um, I've got two players in mind that aren't on the balls, but it's how do I get them? Right, I'm going to go Jared Vanderbilt from the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And I believe he's got another year left on his deal with Lakers at 4.6, or he was on 4.6 last year. So, it doesn't take a lot of movement to get him. So, I'm going to send DJJ. Okay. What's he on, about three? Yeah. And... Marku. Marku? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just as a bit of salary filler. Whether Lakers would do that deal or not. Bothered. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. We but, didn't go into whether or not the other team would take the deal. Yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. be far too confusing. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah. Running down, I've raided Lakers quite a bit for my team, but my other option at the four was going to be Rui. Okay, he's Hachimura. a free agent. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, the way that the salaries were working, I could have got him in as well, but I prefer the defensive side of Vanderbilt. So, uh-huh. okay. So yeah, my team at one, Dennis Schroeder. Obviously, at two is Zach. At three, OG. Four, Jared Vanderbilt. Five, Vooch. And sixth man, Kobe. Okay. So, did you write mine down or do you need me to tell him? No, I've got yours down. Uh, okay. You've got Jaden Ivey at the one. Yeah. Zizak at the two. Bojan Bogdanovic at the three. Peewell at the four. Jakub Pertl at five. And AC coming off the bench. Yeah. I'm happy with that. So, there's the teams. Um, 
if you are following along, drop a team in the comments as well. Obviously, most important thing is you get the vote in. Um, in my favour. <laughs> and yeah, that's uh, about as much action as I can see Bulls doing. <laughs> None. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our theory is about as far as it's going to get. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think that pretty much covers it for this episode, doesn't it? Yeah, it does really. There's there's not a lot out there right um, now. Yeah, as I say, we're both planning on watching the draft mm-hmm. in the hope that Bulls do do something. If they do, possibly something comes out from us. Um, whether it's a one man video again, yeah, hence why you need to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um. Um, we'll aim to be back next week with another podcast episode uh, where we're hoping to have a guest Um, and hopefully a lot more to talk about as well yeah I mean there should be more to talk about it's just whether or not any of it will be relevant to Bulls fans (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah Um, as usual I've been Matt you can find me on Twitter at Matt Red UK. You can find us on all the socials at Red UK. Um, obviously, don't forget to check out com for all our latest written pieces and also now, obviously, on YouTube at Red UK. And you can find me on Twitter at Neil Red UK. And uh, we'd like to once again thank all our listeners for tuning in and all you uh, subscribers and people for watching us on the YouTube video. Don't forget to give us the thumbs up on YouTube um, or the five star reviews on any of the uh, audio channels. Do keep uh, leaving comments on the socials. We do love the interaction, as Matt said, especially with these Matt versus Neil. We need to see what you think. Pick your winner. Give us your opinion on what you would have done. And, uh, and we'll try and get back to you on it as well and, and have a bit of interaction that way. Um, the Facebook group is still going strong and do check out crenduk.com uh, for all the latest pieces Matt's dropping the weekly bulletins um, Sam and Brett are putting pieces up there and we also will be having a piece coming on in the next week from one of our guest writers until the next episode wherever you are in the world C-Red, go Bulls and remember it's a Chicago Bulls thing ah! it's time for the percolator percolator